When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in, baby oh, boys. No. Welcome in. Hello. Welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. This is my vice mayor. He's also known as your thunderstick, the one and only Jesse Friedman. The baby was rocked, Derek. The baby and was rocked. this rocked. time it was not by Josh nope. Naylor. <laughs> it was not. It was not. He knows who his daddy is now, though. Of course, this show <laughs> is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Welcome in, folks. Of course, we have uh, just the worst uh, case scenario happening, just the darkest timeline <laughs> in the American League. Uh, the Yankees advance, and we are sad about it because uh, we already missed the Cleveland Guardians and all of their shenanigans, all of the uh, joy that they brought us on being in, in this underdog team amongst the highest spenders in Major League Baseball. But uh, alas, their journey is over. Uh, shout out to Cheerston Susel for uh, being a Cleveland fan and not having the ability to even watch uh, that game. But the Yankees do advance. Uh, we still love the Guardians, of course, and... Uh, more than anything, I think we love Josh Naylor more than we did before. <laughs> uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, Josh Naylor in game four, was it? Was it game four? Game four. Uh, he brought out Rock and the Baby after he hit The Guardians run. were still trailing after his they home were, run, too. It was a pretty bold move on his part. Bull, bullish, I'm, if you will. I'm, con I'm convinced that there are many people who had no idea who Josh Naylor was Correct. before that happened. And now... Basically, every baseball fan knows who Josh Naylor is at this point. And to be frank, Josh Naylor is not that good of a baseball player. It was, as you said, a very bullish move for him to come <laughs> out and do this, especially while his team is trailing. He maybe I think some people have made the argument that Josh Naylor doesn't have the track record. He doesn't have the resume uh, in his baseball career to do things like that. I don't agree with that. I'm on board yeah. with whatever celebration a guy wants to do. I think baseball absolutely needs more of that in the game. Absolutely. The flip side is that I also believe that you have to be prepared to deal with the consequences of doing something Very like true. that. Very and true. Uh, Josh Naylor uh, was hit hard in the face with those uh, consequences uh, at Yankee Stadium <laughs> last night with thousands of Yankees fans yes. joining in. Uh, it was uh, quite a spectacle at Yankee Stadium when uh, the Yankees got the last out and everyone in the ballpark, it seemed like, was doing that. But uh, Chanting, who's your daddy at Naylor? And honestly, yeah. uh, those were the consequences that he ordered and he got them. And here is the uh, at least my favorite part about it is uh, after the game, when he was asked about the people chanting, who's your daddy at him? He actually appreciated it. Naylor said, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so sick. That was honestly like a dream come true as a kid. The fact that I got that going through the whole stadium. I think that was sick. And yeah, I, I, I love that response. I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> right? like it could have been a very PR response, you know what I mean? But he honestly sounds like he was fucking jazzed about that. Like there are times, especially speaking as someone 
that has worked in an industry where you purposefully try to get people to boo you, right? In pro wrestling, not uh, this podcast, not this, like, not this show. That explains uh, so much. It really Derek. does. It really does about me. But uh, there's there there is a lot of joy in getting like people who should be yeah. against you to like really be against you, right? It's it's fun. Yeah. And honestly, he he handled it. I think in the best possible way that any player could handle a situation like that. I think, yeah, Josh Naylor completely knew what what he had coming. I mean, when you're facing the New York Yankees and you're about to play a game five in their stadium, like... He lit the fuse. He lit the fuse. Yeah, you absolutely know know what what you have coming. Uh, Yankees fans are not forgiving for anyone (laughs) who is not already aware of that somehow. Yeah, you probably should. Uh, Conspiracy Hippie says, the amount of people that complained about that was annoying. Talking about the Josh Naylor rockabye baby thing uh the cleveland guardians are super young and had half the salary of the yankees and dragged them to a game five uh not even half the salary you're, i was gonna say it's you're like, wrong about that they like have a, like a third of the salary yeah the 28th uh highest payroll baseball right there there's that figure for it's you. less than a third less than a third so yeah let's just keep things into perspective math here. major jesse there you yeah. go god it's so annoying. He knows everything. <laughs> uh, anyway, so now we're faced with, again, the darkest possible timeline in the American League. Our our fan favorite, the Guardians, are gone. Uh, and now we are left to decide who we want to see in the World Series, the Houston Astros or the New York Yankees. And uh, I guess that's our question right now is, who is the lesser of two evils? I feel like the Astros are still followed by the cheating scandal right like that's, oh yes it's in the rearview mirror but it's still <laughs> i was there. listening to uh espn radio on my way home from the fall league game last night and they did i did not hear them use the word astros once they called them the trash cans and that is the exclusive <laughs> manner in which they referred to the baseball team from houston so uh yeah i think it's safe to say there's still some animosity <laughs> against the astros for for what happened a few years ago meanwhile why do the yankees get the hate that they do is it simply for being a team that spends a lot of money because let's be honest all the teams left right now have spent a lot of money even the quote unquote underdog philadelphia phillies so yeah. how is that really a reason to hate the yankees I don't think it's really the money. I think it's just that the Yankees are the Yankees, yeah, man. Yeah. It's just like, like it's just that simple. It's like the Yankees have just <laughs> the Yankees have been around for more than a century, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's the, the amount of history that that franchise has. They've just been around long enough to the point where all the other teams hate them because they they've sort of been around long enough to have a beef with basically every, every other team. franchise yeah, right, that, that exists. And they're yeah, they're just like the prototypical like. Uh, the prototypical like big brother, like just the team that nobody can beat, right? Yeah. Um, there have been so many seasons throughout that team's history with the success that they've had where they're just always the overdog, it, it seems like. And so uh, they're just an easy team to root against because nobody wants to root for the overdog every time unless yeah. you're from New York itself, then then maybe you would. But here's a good, here, here's a funny thing. In most movies in the 80s that are baseball related movies, the Yankees are the bad guy in the movie at some point. Yeah, at they are just, point, the, they the, are the bad the guy in the, in the narrative of Major League Baseball. The Yankees are the villain. <laughs> they are the really antagonist. Are. There's no question in my mind about that. And the Astros more recently have also kind of become that for like every franchise right. In, right. in baseball. So I, I actually do think the Yankees are maybe the underdog here. I think the Yankees are the underdog. I'll just go ahead and say that. But that's not going to change how they're perceived 
uh, by people, right? Nobody's going to cheer for them for that reason. No, it's uh, again, I know you're not going to know this Star Wars analogy, but it's like the evil empire, right? It's generational hate. I it's, saw, it's I, I've born seen into four, four Star Wars episodes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, even, even if, you know, Darth Vader took a year off, right? Of just slaughtering innocent people and destroying <laughs> planets with his Death Star, you're still going to hate him, right? Like, yeah. so, yeah, he might take five years off. You still remember what he did to you, right? So, the Yankees, I will say, their team is pretty likable right now. It's, like, yeah, like it's, do, you it's, hate, no. do you hate anyone on the Yankees? I, I think Aaron not. Judge is great. I don't have any issues with Aaron Judge. I think Garrett Cole is is a fascinating man uh aaron boone aaron boone (laughs) aaron boone to me seems like a very hateable person that's true especially if you're like an opposing fan that has had your team lose to the yankees i i feel like he would probably be a good uh like you can't you can't hate on nestor cortez like with that mustache are you kidding no not with that mustache absolutely not uh elizabeth says i hate yankees fans not the players that probably might i respect that uh, respectable yeah. Can opinion. can I go back to something that Jesse said? Jesse, if Uh-oh. a team is not an underdog, they are a Wait, say this again? If a team is not an underdog, they are a They're the overdog, I presume. Is that an over overdog? Have you ever heard that? Never in my entire life. And I'm glad you picked he up like, on that. He like, I just glazed right he like, over it. He I doubled down or it. tripled down on it. And yeah. I was like, wait. Like, he said it more than once too, right? What? Yeah, yeah. you know, that's a fair point. Yeah. They're I guess a favorite. I, I can say I personally have said that before. But it's you've never heard another other human being say. It I don't before, think right? I've ever heard anyone else say yeah. it. Yeah. Jacob, come on. You take a seat. That's the way this works. It's like. A Am I not allowed to invent my own verb? No. I mean, it makes no. sense. That's my it? job. It, fucker. Like, wait, what are you wait, doing? Wait. Have you heard of uh, Updog? I've heard of Updog. Yeah. Um, not not really. I mean, like the, the term sounds familiar, but I couldn't really tell you like what that means. What what means? <laughs> Up dog. <laughs> uh, but ask him, Jesse. Ask him, Jesse, ask him. what's up dog? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesse, hey, nothing much. What's up with you, dog? <laughs> oh, you oh, oh, I get it. I get it. Come on, man. Did you guys Jesse. really think that wouldn't fly right over my head? Everything no, I mean, does. Really, I mean, like, did you was, really have that much faith in me in that pool. moment? It was a classic pull. It was a classic pull. <laughs> uh, by the way. Phillies take game one uh, in talking about the uh, uh, whole thing that we're talking about here, the postseason, right? Uh, and barely win our – actually, no, they didn't. They didn't. I was wrong about that. <laughs> they almost won our poll. We put a poll out there. They took a commanding lead for a while. And look at this shit. D-backs fans, who are you rooting for in the NLCS? Whoa. The Padres edge out the Phillies at the end, Jesse. This happened like in this morning in the last few votes. Uh, and I – I'm beside myself here. Uh, we were completely on board uh, to be Philly stands going forward, even though this that is kind makes of conflicting. Can we still be the Philly stand account if we have 50.2% of our audience is rooting for the for Padres? The, I, I don't know. Uh, I have a problem with that because we haven't had much success with teams that we have rooted for. Uh, (laughs) What what makes you say that? What makes you say that? Well, (laughs) Jacob, could you put that graphic up, please? Because, I mean, I think this very much explains exactly what's going on here. (laughs) We went from a Diamondbacks account covering that team to a Seattle Mariners stand account to a Guardians stand account. And here I was prepared to knock on the door of being a Phillies stand account. And I don't know. maybe, maybe, uh, Maybe we've cursed them. Maybe you guys voting... For the Padres, 
Uh, and deciding this has now made the Padres uh, get the kiss of death from this show. I don't know. <laughs> like, whatever graphics or whatever way me and Jesse feel, th- those don't count. It's how, it's how you guys really feel in your heart of hearts. So, Phillies, uh, good luck to you is all I have to say. But uh, we'll, we'll figure this out. I mean, me and Jesse still want to be Phillies fans, and we'll give you the reasons why for that. But, of course, make sure to check out this guy's wonderful writings over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up for a membership already, get yourself an annual membership. You will get a free T-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com like we are both wearing. Look at this lovely guy, the hardest-hitting beer and that one. You know that logo. Of course, you can get whatever T-shirt you want over at the phnxlocker.com with that annual membership. If you get a month-to-month membership, you will get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get members-only access to our Discord, members-only invitations to certain events, as well as members-only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. And of course, we thank you guys so much for being here on our PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. We hijacked the Coyotes time slot and... uh, you know, who knows? Well, maybe we'll hijack the whole network. Uh, day-long marathon, stealing all of the show's time slots. I don't know. We do what we want around here. It's the off-season. We have nobody to answer to. But, of course, uh, we thank you guys for being here. Make sure that if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, you subscribe to us there as well and leave us a review. We appreciate it. Uh, I'll say an honest review, but we really want a five-star review. Let's be, let's be honest about that, shall we? Uh, also, shout-out to our friends at Chop Shop. Uh, it was delicious food that they provided us on Monday. I felt better than I ever have after eating lunch. Is that weird to wow. say? I had brown rice. <laughs> that is high praise. I had sweet potato hash. I had delicious Korean beef. Jesse, I don't eat well. I don't take care of myself well. You know what I mean? And it's like uh, it was weird having my body actually have nourishment that was healthy and good for me. It kept me pumped up all day long. I wanted to go home and do a third workout of the day. I didn't. I instead fell asleep on the couch. But regardless, you guys should check out Chop Shop. Uh, shout out to them for making delicious food uh, that makes me feel great. So I feel like uh, eating out. You're, I like when I eat out. I generally get like a burger. You know, right. something that's not particularly right. good for you, but it feels good to eat out every once in a while and be like, oh, yeah, like yeah, I feel yeah. good about that. Yeah, you know, I was the, like the, the really salad good. and go right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys salad. know that about me. I'm a big <laughs> salad and go advocate, so it just fits. Uh, he's uh, Charles Woodall Pikes, that I'm sure Saul would have some questions about a whole ne- network takeover. Sure. Uh, afterwards, you know, but like watch him try to stop me while we I'm would ask live. for forgiveness. Yeah, not for we'll ask for forgiveness on that one. But of course, we talked about the Philadelphia Phillies. And of course, uh, tonight is Austin Nola versus Aaron Nola. It is brother on brother matchup. It's a civil war. Uh, and it's a damn shame <laughs> that this game is not taking place in Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love? Get your shit together, MLB. You guys want to schedule a fucking game two a day apart from game one for the Yankees? How did you not figure this out? Like, I don't know. It seems like it's marketing that writes itself. But what do I know? What do I know, Jesse? What I do know is, uh, regardless of what that poll says, we still want to root for the Phillies. And we don't really have good reasons why. But we're going to give you good reasons why, as a D-backs fan, you should feel a little bit better about rooting for the Phillies. Jesse? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'll say that apparently the uh, Padres were having their hitters meeting just a few a few minutes ago, and Bob Melvin said that Austin Nola will have a significant say in 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 their strategy as they go against Aaron Nola. Oh. Right? You oh. kind of figure the guy's brother is going to know a thing or two. So that was uh, he's that, got a book this thick. Yeah. You know? like, oh, has, uh, <laughs> I've been keeping notes my whole life on this guy. You know. <laughs> So, yeah, I think it's interesting that Austin Nola is probably going to play some role in 
uh, San Diego's attack against Aaron Nola tonight. Um, but yeah, as far as the Phillies are concerned, Aaron Nola is very good and Bryce Harper is very good. Yes. Uh, they have an elite player on, on both sides of the baseball. Uh, Aaron Nola is in the mix for the Cy Young Award. Uh, if you look at his peripherals, they're insane. Uh, he had a 3.6% walk rate this year, which is basically nothing. I mean, that's that's very close to the lowest in the league, if not the lowest in the league. Um, and he strikes out tons of guys too. So uh, Aaron Nola is like right up there with Zach Gallon as being one of the best pitchers in in all of the National League. Um, Bryce Harper missed some time with injury this year, but was still pretty much himself. And we've yeah. seen him have a monstrous postseason so far. Uh, Kyle Schwarber hits dingers for days. Doesn't do much else. It's one of the biggest um, reasons why you should watch this team and be excited to root for them. Is they just have 488 feet, Derek. 119.7 miles an hour off the bat. That was Kyle Schwarber's home run into the second deck at Petco Park last night. Yeah, these guys hit really, really hard. In fact, yeah. uh, Kyle Schwarber and uh, Bryce Harper both have the two hardest hit balls in the StatCast era for two different teams, both the Washington Nationals and the Philadelphia Phillies. They it's just wild. they just absolutely destroy the ball when they hit it. And, um, and I mean, I get it. Like the Phillies kind of get from my perspective, they get, as we said before, the underdog, not the overdog or the updog role. Uh, but they get the underdog role based on the fact that they were a team that barely made it in to the playoffs in any other year. They wouldn't have made the playoffs. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one thing to consider when it comes to this team and what they it, what they've done. It's. Very encouraging if you kind of can put aside the fact that they do have the fourth highest payroll in Yeah, baseball. can we put up the payroll put graphic, graphic uh, again, one more time? Gross. What exactly just, is the Phillies number? Oh Two, 255 million. Uh, they won 87 games. Over, so, so Diamondbacks fans, if you want to win 13 more games next year, you all you have to do is spend 155 million more That's dollars. It. That's it. Yeah. The That's cost that. of winning 13 more games really isn't that. Could high. you imagine what they would do with 155 million more dollars in payroll? Oh, we could we could do some podcasts about how oh they would spend 155 god. million. Oh my god. Um, but of course, uh one thing about this is that the Phillies uh do have got I mean they they do have that path that they made it there as being the last one in. And that is something that's fun for baseball. It's fun for teams like the Diamondbacks who are going to still struggle to win the National League West year after year, even going yeah. forward, right? So it, it's never going to be easy with the teams that are in this division. But it just goes to show, especially with the Dodgers' earlier exit, that it really doesn't matter. As long as you get in, you can make an impact in the playoffs. Now, of course, the caveat being... $255 million spent. So we won't even get into that. But, uh, <laughs> but isn't, isn't that crazy, though? That, like, like in some ways, the Phillies genuinely bought them. They bought their way into the National League Championship Series. Like, sure. they're on the doorstep of the World Series, and there is not a lot of homegrown talent in that organization. That's very true. It's very Reese true. Hoskins plus a whole bunch of free agents. <laughs> uh, Aaron Nola also. Aaron Nola is a... $20 million men, basically. Yeah, Aaron Nola is a homegrown guy, so I should I should give credit where credit's due there. But yeah, Zach Wheeler came from outside the organization. Bryce Harper, big free agent signing. JT Romuto, 
free agent, right? Gene Segura, old friend of the Diamondbacks. Friend of the podcast. Uh, friend of the podcast. <laughs> We've not had Gene Segura on yet, but yet. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. We like uh, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos. The list goes on. All of these guys came in as free agents, and you can see what money can do for you, yeah. right? Like yeah, the sure. Phillies are probably not as good as they should be given how much money they spend. But if you're on the doorstep of the World Series like they are, that's what that's what spending that kind of money can get you. And I don't think they have any regrets about that right now. If you're still on the fence about deciding whether or not to root for the Philadelphia Phillies, I'll give you one more fact. Oh, Phoenix and Philly, the only two major cities in the United States that begin with PH. Just saying. The only Just major saying. the only major cities. In Ma- the United I mean, there's States? a couple of others. Are there others? There's a Phoenixville. In Pennsylvania, that's very close to Philadelphia. Really? If, so if you want to even give you another reason, uh, there is a Phoenix in, uh, in in New York as well. Oh. Uh, so there's Phoenixes, other places. We're talking about major cities. Major so. cities. Okay. No offense to those small cities or any of our viewers that might come from there. And you know what? <laughs> Shout out to Brazil while we're talking about just random cities and places in the United States and the world uh, because we're still – Is Brazil a city? Brazil's a country. It's, a <laughs> That's country. A, it's definitely a continent, right? Uh, it's not a continent. No, it's not. It's on a different continent, though. <laughs> We're great with geography. Stick to here. math, Jesse. Uh, who fucking gave these guys OGs, and why are they in the middle of my you know, discussion here interrupting me? Actually, it's me. It's my fault. And I am the one guilty of taking OGs because, of course, uh, as I've told you guys, it's the only way I can sleep. I, I kid about that, but it's the best night's sleep that I can get. Uh, they have a sleep edition gummy. They have a Indica. They have a Sativa. They have all sorts of strains. Uh, but most importantly, check out their sleep edition gummy. I know a lot of people uh, are definitely interested in using edibles so that they can get a better night's sleep. And this is the exact way to do so. Uh, with their 2 to 1 THC to CBN ratio, uh, their gummies not only help you fall asleep, but stay asleep. And they're deliciously flavored by our friend Aquaman. Uh, they're aquaberries, uh, so make sure to check it out. Uh, we highly recommend you check out uh, their entire variety of products over at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and again, we've talked about uh, the haunted brewery tours and how much they scared Saul Bookman. Uh, and of course, if you want to be scared, not not as much as him, um, because of course nobody nobody runs through the Haunted Brewery Tour screaming like Saul did. But uh, you could go check out the wonderful Haunted Brewery Tour over at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Uh, They're holding that Monday through Wednesday, uh, two tours per night. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy their beers, but not the Haunted Brewery Tour. So check out their website for that. Make sure you check out their wonderful food that they have over at Four Peaks Brewing Company. And if you don't get a chance to go out there, make sure to try their beers wherever you get your beers. Uh, Enjoy responsibly. And again, must be 21 years or older to enjoy. we're still out at Arizona Fall League, even when there aren't any Arizona Diamondbacks in the Salt River Raptors lineup, right? Uh, we may or may not have checked the lineup in advance right. yesterday. We may or may not, but we are your Arizona Fall guys. And, of course, we are here with your Fall League update. Uh, Justin Martinez continues to show some electric stuff out of the bullpen, Jesse. Yeah, he was really good yesterday. On Honestly, the best that I've seen him probably by far. Uh, his command has been sort of all over the place at times uh, in the fall league. I think he still has an ERA of six after uh, the outing yesterday, but you're not really looking at ERA necessarily very much or some of those more basic stats is such a small sample size. But yeah, I mean, he topped out at 99.8 miles an hour yesterday. He was consistently 98.99 with his forcing fastball and Derek, he faced three hitters and he struck them all out. So 
uh, hard to ask for more from uh, from Justin Martinez yesterday. I know when we posted some highlights on Twitter, everyone was basically saying, just call him up I right was, now. I was part of that group. Yeah, I was part of that group. <laughs> you are among them. Yes. Um, and it, I mean, isn't it weird, right, that like you can see a guy like Justin Martinez doing what he did, throwing 99 or 100 miles an hour and and. It's just odd that guys can throw that hard and not necessarily be effective at the big league level. Like to, to yeah. be the to be the realist here for a second. Like if you if you put Justin Martinez in a you know the back end of a big league bullpen tomorrow, it probably wouldn't go so well, right? Sure. So so it's not as simple as just like how hard does it does a guy throw? Um, but it does say a lot about how high his ceiling is and and like the role that he could have in the Diamondbacks bullpen at some point down the road. I feel like advanced concepts when it comes to pitching like pitch shape and things like that yeah really don't start to get ironed out until they get to a higher level i might be wrong about that but i feel like that's part of the problem is sometimes at a at a lower level yeah they're really just trying to get them to work on their grip and like hitting the strike I think zone it's, and, it, the different and, the biggest difference in my mind is command yeah. like if you throw 100 miles an hour it doesn't mean much like if you throw 100 miles right. an hour that's unfortunately kind of normal now yeah. as we're seeing in the, right. in the postseason it feels like every reliever that comes out of a bullpen in the postseason has thrown 100 miles an hour. It's wild. In the strike zone. Like, yeah. With, with but that's stuff, the thing, right? You know, like that's, that's what makes those guys effective is that they know where it's going. Like yeah. they can dot corners. And there's an enormous difference between, you know, being able to do that and being in a spot like where Justin Martinez has been in the past where that command has been shaky at times. Yesterday, it looked really good. There, yeah. were, there were still a couple pitches here and there that were sort of uncompetitive. I think he, I think he spiked a fastball at one point. Um, so those kinds of things still need to get ironed out, but it was a, a big step in the right direction for him. I feel like another thing there is consistency, right? Again, you can yeah. throw fast, you can throw hard, you can throw in the strike zone, but can you do it? For 20 pitches, can you do it yeah. for an entire inning, any, an inning and a half further than that, right? How how deep can you go? Uh, but he is popping up on certain people's radars. He uh, Keith Law had some information on Martinez as well. So. Yeah, Keith Law wrote uh, a story yesterday on The Athletic. Um, definitely recommend reading Keith's stuff. I know uh, he was a Paul Goldschmidt a critic back in the day and sure. so some diamondbacks fans have have some animosity against <laughs> keith law because of that but give him another time. yeah <laughs> his prospect analysis is genuinely valuable um and he did say that justin martinez despite the the velocity and how electric his arm can be uh he said that his slider is not as sharp as maybe what you would expect um so keith did not seem particularly impressed necessarily with with what he saw he was at least tempering expectations um, talking about how the slider is going to need to improve in order for Justin Martinez to make it at the big league level. You can blow guys away with 99 or 100 in the minors a lot more easily yeah. than you can in the big leagues. Yep. These guys have seen that before. You're going to have to have another you know, plus pitch if you want to pitch in, in the back end of a bullpen, and I think he's still on the road to, to getting there. There's also some concerns about Davison De Los Santos kind of being a bit out of his depth in the Arizona Fall League, just looking uh, a bit like this typo that I put in our rundown where I said Davison de lost Santos. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, against this level of uh, competition, he hasn't looked very good so far. He hasn't. Um, yeah. 26 plate appearances. So again, it's, it's so few at bats that you don't want to put too much stock into it, but yeah, he's hitting 143. Um, he has a 308 on base percentage. He's walked a little bit, um, but uh, all of his hits but one have been singles. He has one double in the fall league so far. So it hasn't been a particularly impressive showing for, for De Los Santos. But 
Um, you know, he's also 19 years old and the youngest guy in the fall league. So I don't think you were necessarily expecting him to come out and rake. It'd be great if he did, but I don't think that was the expectation going in. So, uh, yeah, something to continue watching. I think the defense is also something that I personally have been uh, looking for. The games that I've gone out to, it seems like he hasn't really been challenged, so it's a little bit hard to gauge. Uh, But he's been used both at third base and first base. Uh, I think there are still some questions about his future and whether he can has the ability to stick at third or whether a move to first base is in his future at some point. Um, but yeah, reports defensively are okay. doesn't seem like he's been um, too out of his depth on, on that side of the ball. So, so that's a good thing, but definitely something to continue to watch moving forward. Cooper Hummel has not received hardly any time on the no, field. No, he hasn't. Uh, Arizona fall league so far. He does just five at bats. So, and that, that's understandable. Like it was kind of not, I won't say it was it was strange. It wasn't strange for him to be out there, but Hummel was uh, on the major league roster for the majority of the season. He also played for Reno and other you know teams in the organization. Uh, it, it was it was strange just because after a workload like that to see a guy take on the Arizona Fall League, it seemed like a lot, right? So that kind of explains a bit as to why we won't we haven't seen him that much yet, but I think we will see him as the Fall League season continues to roll on and more importantly regardless of how these guys are doing the salt river rafters inexplicably continue to win since jesse and i uh, teamed up and went out it's not inexplicable at all i mean it really is it's they're five and one now uh they won yesterday nine to one so uh if you need a reason to go out it's because these salt river rafters are now winners and you need to watch them as often as possible Uh, they have probably the best trio of position players in the fall league they have zach veen of the Rockies, who's hitting 457. Yes. <laughs> He's absolutely raking. Uh, out, outfield prospect for the Rockies. Yeah, Jordan Lawler, of course. And then Jordan another Walker. Jordan. Another Jordan. Another Jordan. Jordan Gigantic Walker. Man. The giant 6'5", 265 <laughs> guy from St. Louis, who I swear every time I go to a fall league game and look at exit velocities, he always has the hardest, the hardest hit, hit like ball. several uh, the several hardest hit balls in pretty much every game and he's I go bigger to. Bigger each game, he's somehow larger. Yeah, than he, he definitely was also game. gets more buff as as this as the season yeah. has gone along. He's gonna so. look like one of those video game like characters designed by the like the uh, you know the NBA jams guys soon. <laughs> yeah, but, right. Uh, here, Jesse, in all transparency, uh, did have some criticisms about last night's game. Uh, Jesse sat in what he liked to call retirement row. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I think you guys can speculate on that. And he also tracked the journey of a dragon uh, fly. Was it was, it was fly? not a dragon fly. Was it a lizard? No, it was like it was a lizard like thing. I, I don't know my my desert creatures well enough to to be able to pinpoint exactly what I this can was. Figure out any math formula you need him to, but he doesn't know the difference. Yeah, at first I thought it was a dragon fly, and then to double check, I googled what a dragon fly looks like. I was really? like, I'm it's definitely not off. that. I'm way off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't. I, it might have been a grasshopper. I Look, think it's. I think it gets possible with some sort of a grasshopper. We've been honest with you. You're not going to see the best baseball, and it's not always the most entertaining thing in the world. But I will tell you this much: it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It the is. game of baseball is beautiful, and I still love going out to fall league games uh, just because of the strange baseball atmosphere. You really do get, like we said, scouts, family members, and then like the most hardcore baseball fans you can imagine. Right? Yeah. That's pretty much what. It's just it's just the scouts and the family members outnumber the the other guys. That's all. That's that's what's basically I'm saying. It's yeah. Fun. Go out and see a game though. As a matter of fact, we're gonna do a meetup 
for the uh, home run derby. Uh, the Arizona Fall League has a Fall Stars game and a home run derby. Both so we, of which you should go to. Both of which you should absolutely go to. Like we said, you're not only seeing the top talent in minor league baseball and some of these teams combined, but the Fall Star game, you're going to see the best of the best. So make sure to go check that out. The cream of the crop, as Macho Mandalorian would say. But make sure to check them out, and we will let you know more information on that meetup. We're going to be out. Me and Jesse, we decided we're going to be out in the lawn if they let us. We're going to be out there on the hill. We're going to be catching fly balls. If you're going to a home run derby, that's kind of the only place where to be. you have to be. Yeah. So make sure to be prepared to join us. Bring a glove. Uh, I'm not going to bring a glove. Jesse's going to have to protect me the whole time. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you, unfortunately, you can't get your tickets uh, for the Arizona Fall League through game time. But you can get your tickets for pretty much everything else through game time. And you can save up to 60% by doing so. Make sure to buy your tickets at the last minute. I actually did this. Uh, Adam Sandler is coming to town, for those of you that might not know. And when I saw tickets went on sale, I almost did the thing. I almost bought the tickets. And I was like, no, nah, you're not going to get me anymore. I'm buying them last minute with game time. And that's what you should do. Concerts, shows, sporting events this fall. Basketball, football, baseball, uh, not baseball because we told you about the Arizona Fall League, but hockey, everything else that's going on. Make sure to get your tickets through game time. Uh, you get them last minute, you'll get up to 60% off your tickets. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description for this show. Uh, and also make sure to spruce up your home this fall with more furniture. Uh, they have a fall sale going on at morefurniture.com and you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. So not only are you saving on the furniture, but you're going to get gift card back. That way you can go pick up that end table that you forget to buy after you get the couches you need. But uh, that's speaking like a married man that's only made that mistake five times at least in, in my life. But uh, we thank you guys so much again for being here. Jesse will be out at Arizona Fall League. I don't know if I will be uh, Jesse needs to make sure that he tracks uh, other wildlife out there while he's there. But uh, <laughs> it was honestly a legendary journey. It was. I it totally. Was, he sent me videos, folks. I mean, I he did. text messaged me videos. So and I, I eventually posted one of them on Twitter, yeah. to which most people were like, "What? Why? Why are you? Doing <laughs> Why are this? you watching this creature?" But it was honestly insane. Like this little guy started from the bottom, like the very bottom of the backstop behind home plate. And, and now he was here. And by by like the seventh or eighth inning, he genuinely I couldn't even see him anymore. Yeah. But I could I could tell he was there because there was like a little like a little speck toward yeah. the top of the yeah, backstop. Yeah, just moving up. Wow. So, uh, so it's an inspirational story. It was a saying. very inspirational story. It's like the Arizona I don't know why were where he started, and now they're at, yeah uh, like they're crawling yeah. Up. It they're was like an it was stuff. like an analogy for the Diamondbacks' journey trying to get back to the playoffs or something. And um, based on the grasshopper, whatever it was, based on his story, I, I think there's I think there's hope. Was. Well, I mean, <laughs> just thinking about it more now is not going to necessarily help me. So. <laughs> All right, well, make sure to stay tuned to the Wildlife with Jesse Friedman pod coming here to the PHNX Sports <laughs> Network soon. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, on behalf of Faj, Jesse, and myself, we appreciate your guys' time. Thank you so much for joining us here in the chat and on YouTube. And remember, kids. Baseball is so much. It's, look, I can't even do is the it, ending Is now. it fun? It's I think fun. it's fun. Baseball's fun. Is it still fun with it's the Yankees and the Astros and the ALCS? Baseball's fun, but it's more fun when those two teams aren't in it anymore. <laughs>